0: From our studios in beautiful North Florida, celebrating two years of colored commentary, it's In Black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to another fun-filled edition of In Black and Right. The new definition of color commentary. As always, I am your host, Jerry Brooks, the in, yes, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, and also tour guide through the highly messed-up world of Joe Biden's America. And before we get into today's adventure in podcasting, just wanted to let you know that you can always send us email. With questions, comments, shout-outs, what have you. Yeah, and even probably some hate mail, too. We get that. Uh, but you can do that at inblackandright at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, inblackandright.net. Uh, also, you can subscribe to our podcast. Just simply go to your favorite podcasting platform. Look for In Black and Right. Or my name Jerry Brooks we're on all of the biggest and you know maybe not so big uh, podcasting platforms but you can easily find us just simply follow subscribe and click on the bell to get notified when new episodes become available well as we get into today's fun Folks, I gotta play this for you because this absolutely is, I mean, there's plenty of other news, but this comes under the heading of WTF. Now, normally I would say WTF Friday, but you know, hey, it's it's Thursday, so we're going to be a little bit early, but yeah, WTF Thursday, yes, my friends. Apparently, at the one-year anniversary of the horrendous train derailment disaster in East Palestine, Ohio, where Biden hasn't even shown up. And so now, one year later, he wants to go to East Palestine uh, as sort of a commemoration, but, you know, hey... What took you so long, Joe? Hmm? And even Fox News' Peter Doocy uh, had the same question. So let's catch this story directly from Fox. Well, we don't know. And the question for President Biden today is, what took so long? Uh, The mayor of East Palestine told one of our White House producers, Pat Ward, earlier this month that his preference at this point, after a year, would be for President Biden, and this is a quote, uh, he said the best time for him to come would be February of 2025, when he is on his book tour, and the mayor there, Trent Conway, also said, we have heard nothing from the administration about a visit. He also said, I don't know what he would do here now. A couple months ago, Uh, While we were waiting for this announcement, we asked Kareem Jean-Pierre about the holdup. Just one more. The President said over the long weekend that he hasn't had the occasion to go to East Palestine. I just haven't been able to break. The derailment was on February 3rd. The President will go to East Palestine. He promised that he would, and he will. Uh, You saw him- uh, So he was not on a break when he was in Lake Tahoe? I will say this again the president is going to go to East Palestine as he has said that he is committed to do. He's <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. If this wasn't so doggone serious, I could totally bust a gut listening to the Cabbage Patch press secretary, Corinne Jean Hey, Joe, baby we're two days away from the first anniversary and yet what has happened hmm where have you been the only person who went there who was anywhere close to being you was Preachy Pete Buttigieg the secretary of transportation and apparently he wasn't in the mood to answer any questions from media the alternative conservative media as to what the deal was because you had some ditzy press secretary type cop basically trying to run interference for you I mean and the fact that the mayor said hey you know come one year from today or February of 2025 when you're out of office on a book tour oh man That, I love that because there's not a damn thing he can do or will do if he does come out there, except make it a political stunt and a campaign opportunity. Gag me, okay? Just totally gag me. Trump? Oh yeah, Trump did not waste much time. He didn't. In fact, he wasted no time. He came to visit East Palestine, if anybody remembers. He not only came to town, he didn't come empty-handed. This is the benefit when you're a billionaire. He not only brought water and supplies to the people of East Palestine on Trump Force 1, he also had a convoy of semi-trucks coming to the town with water with other supplies that were needed for people to help bring to get their lives back in order and trump was cheered signs uh people lining the streets cheering for him and yes he came and people loved it and yes but of course the all compassionate all loving all tolerant left which that's a crock a bull were mean they were vicious I mean even Joy Behar the queen shrew of the view said that well they deserved to have that train derailment happen because they were Trump supporters people forget that I didn't that was mean that was hideous it was awful and frankly that's about as honest i've ever seen the uh the shrews of the view so yeah one year later you're wanting to come and oh everything's going to be fine no there's not a damn thing you can do joe biden it's not going to help you in your campaign and frankly i i will leave i'm not even going to deal with the rnc right now uh because they're a mess uh, but yeah, coming to East Palestine, Ohio, one year after when you showed up in my town that I live in after Hurricane Idalia, I saw the tape with the mayor and the first lady of Live Oak, Florida, who I happen to know personally. So, and then of course he goes to Maui. Uh, After the fires and didn't exactly get the greatest welcome by the folks on the island. Uh, That's for sure. Uh, A lot of FJBs, a lot of one-finger salutes to the folks who live on Maui. And, oh my gosh. And and there's still questions over that mess. But the fact that he wants to go to East Palestine, the mayor doesn't the mayor doesn't even want him there certainly the townsfolk wouldn't don't want him there but when Trump came oh yeah no problem you know and he came uh, and and Trump remember didn't come empty-handed he brought actual help for the people and the people cheered I don't even think that Biden should even try this because If he does go, I pretty much can guarantee there's going to be a lot of anger, an awful lot of anger, uh, from the residents and people in nearby communities. And I'm sure the people in western Pennsylvania who also were affected downstream from this weren't going to be happy about it either. So pretty much, Joe, stay... At the White House or stay at your place in Delaware do not go to East Palestine Ohio because frankly that would be a hideous mistake period no ifs no ands or buts about it so yeah it's just no don't do it anyway Might end up doing WTF Friday on a Thursday, but who knows? But let's kind of get to some of the more, you know, I guess I, some of the trivial stuff, I guess, uh, that's going on. yeah, we've now, the Lawfare Primary, and I love how Charlie Kirk, That I love that, that is so true. It's the Lawfare Primary. And let's take a look. At some of the interesting things going on in the law fair primary. Now, certainly in New York, you've had the corrupt piece of crap judge in the E. Gene Carroll case with this $83 million award, which frankly is just ridiculous. That it needs to be put elsewhere. Uh, you also have the civil fraud case with uh, Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York State, and pretty much Democrat hack and witch. Uh, you've also got the crazy judge. Um, <laughs> it's really crazy. Uh, this Urge, Arthur Urgeron en- en- Engeron. I don't know what the hell his last name is. But yeah, the old white pervert judge with a wife who drops F-bombs on social media about Trump. Yeah, there's no way in hell that Trump is going to get a fair trial from this guy. And apparently, Erdogan's ruling that Trump was liable for fraud, and that's being appealed... This and then, of course, now here comes the judgment to be set. And so now they're seeking $370 million fa- a fine and a ban from doing business in New York State. Well, folks, this is going to be interesting because we all anybody who's been paying attention, and I'm not talking about the low information, low propensity voters, uh this is so wrong. On, on its face, and it's been wrong. Now, civil fraud, that seems to me like an oxymoron because if you're dealing with a fraud case, it's a criminal case, not a civil case. Because in a criminal, and I know why they did it in a civil for a civil case, because you don't get a jury in a civil case, a civil fraud case. You'd have to have it for a criminal one. And Letitia James is supposed to know that. And no, 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 no. But it's going to happen. The judge is going to find in favor of his, uh, (laughs) pretty much his master, uh, Letitia James, Letitia Peekaboo James, and to do that. And they figure... Because of all the lawfare, because there's still Alvin Bragg and his nonsensical case, you also have what's going on in Georgia, and I'll get to that in a minute, and that case is absolutely falling apart, plus the documents case in Florida. I mean, it's right there in front of your face, folks. It's right there if you're paying attention they mean to not only keep try to keep him off the ballot with the 14th amendment cases uh, which are all a mess for sure but you're also going to try to bankrupt him with the help of judges corrupt judges and attorneys and prosecutors in new york Pfft, police people you're and if this is if this is allowed to succeed I promise you it's going to come back and backfire on these people. That is my prayer because one way or another, you try to remove him, ban from doing business in New York City. okay? in New or actually, it's not New York City, it's New York state. Trump will find a way. He will find a way. And the fact that you're trying to, I mean, these people are essentially trying to uh, break him, and so that he would have to liquidate his some of his assets. Oh, excuse me. And I'm sure one of them would be Mar-a-Lago, which is <laughs> $18 million for that. Yeah, uh-huh. Urgeron. Or Engeron is not a real estate expert. He is not an expert in finance. He's nothing. To say that it's only worth 18 million? Are you kidding? I've been to South Florida uh, on a few occasions to Palm Beach, actually, West Palm Beach. You cannot, I mean, cannot get a property the size. Of Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach County for 18 million dollars that will probably get you maybe a little dinky house or perhaps maybe even a bungalow if you happen to catch it at the right time but no I'm thinking if Trump ever wanted to sell Mar-a-Lago the house the properties everything that goes with it that is probably close to about anywhere from three quarters to one billion dollars because it's 30 acres in palm beach oh my gosh next next and next oh yeah so yeah so we that going on and I I don't even want to get into the E. Jean Carroll case because that woman is a major league full-on wackadoodle major league oh my gosh I don't even want to give her any of my airtime but yeah we know I mean she appeared on MSLSD and and all of that and you know that she's just nuts and I'm praying she gets not one single solitary dime and as well as now that we're kind of on that there for a minute I mean my gosh let's take a look at this now Alina Habba who is President Trump's attorney a story in the New York Post headline Trump lawyer Alina Habba demands details from judge on troubling allegations he entered E Jean Carroll's attorney uh Now the judge, Lewis Kaplan, uh, apparently was a one-time mentor and it's been accused uh, by Trump's uh, lawyer, what well, yeah, Trump's lawyer, that Roberta Kaplan, who's no relation to Judge Kaplan, was mentored by Lewis Kaplan uh, when they were working together in the early 90s at a law firm in Midtown Manhattan. Now, if that is to be proven, then hey, there you got some serious problems. I mean, it's loaded with problems already. The fact that Reed Hoffman, a major Democrat donor, uh put up the money for this because a jury in New York, which is a very blue state, Come on, folks. I mean, if you have any brains, this has got conflict of interest <laughs> all over the place. Impropriety up the wazoo. And frankly, that does not need to be. She doesn't need a cent because she's already a wackadoodle. No, she doesn't. And no, it's a mess. Okay, it's just a mess. Anyway, that's something else. But the real interesting legal drama in Trump world, in the Trump, uh, in the lawfare primary, is Georgia. Now, Fannie Willis, interestingly enough, (laughs) this girl is an even bigger in a bigger mess than you think. Because now, not only did her lover, Nathan Wade, the special prosecutor appointed by her, has now come to a temporary agreement in the divorce case from his now ex-wife, Jocelyn Wade. Because now they have a temporary agreement in the divorce proceedings, there's not going to be a hearing... In court uh, during the divorce proceedings so this was a classic uh, cover your arse move so that hey you know he wouldn't have to testify Fannie Willis wouldn't have to testify in the divorce case but this has turned on its ear because now even though the divorce proceeding testimony Is not going to uh, take place, Trump's attorneys have now uh, hit Fannie Willis and her lover with subpoenas to testify in the Trump election case. So now this is gonna be interesting. They might not, they don't have to do it for the divorce uh, proceedings of Nathan Wade. But they will have, but they have been subpoenaed to testify in the election case. So this is going to be real interesting, and we still have, in about a couple of weeks, the judge in the election case down in Georgia is going to be having a hearing uh, about the elect the elect the the. The the alleged relationship between Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis. So this is going to be really fun to watch. Plus, the Georgia State Senate has launched an investigation and a special committee to investigate Fannie Willis. Which is really interesting because the Georgia State Senate wasn't even interested and it's a Republican-led. They have the majority. But they didn't want to go after her. And they made life for Georgia State Senator Colton Moore hell. And just treated him like a pariah. But now, all of a sudden, oops, here comes these allegations. And yes, here's all this paper trail that, oh, well, now we're going to do it. Pfft, wusses. Absolute total wusses. Ugh, I'm just blown away. Uh, just how ineffectual and ineffective the state of Georgia, Georgia Republicans are. Ugh, yipes, stripes. I just want to absolutely just, ugh, cry. Um, but I'm too ticked off to cry right now. I really am. Uh, With so much injustice going on and yet, the the ones who are supposed to be law and order? Forget about it. Just forget about it. Uh, Let's see here. Now, one story, well actually a couple of stories that have really just ticked me off, but for different reasons. Uh, Let's see. One story from, let's see, here we go. Oh yes, from the Gateway Pundit. This really hacks me off because it has to do with the border and the illegal and illegal immigrant invasion of our country now apparently in a vote in the house 155 Democrats voted against deporting illegal aliens who are committing social security fraud and I'm like really the scary part about that is that it doesn't surprise me 155 Democrats are voting against people who are from other countries and committing social security fraud. (laughs) That should tell you everything you need to know about how the Democrats feel about immigration and the invasion of our country. I mean it's bad enough you got this Senate deal that apparently is not really worth its effort in negotiating because all it's going to do is just kind of give a rubber stamp to the Biden administration and its complete ineffectiveness of keeping the border secure everybody and their first cousins just coming on in and coming on in we're almost at 10 we're gonna be at over 10 million illegal immigrants during Joe Biden's term before the election is that okay for you open borders folks 10 million people who will collapse our country our economy our infrastructure even more so than it's already been please i mean i'm this story from gateway pundit i will be putting on all of our social media and i might just even put it on the website but i'll tell you what folks Uh, But one thing I did put on in blackandright.net was this story, again from the Gateway Pundit, and the headline. Damning airport sign proves the Biden regime is letting illegal aliens fly without acceptable identification even as the regime warns of terror attacks. Airline travelers are enraged. Yeah, no kidding. Now, given what Christopher Wray, the director of of the FBI, recently testified to as the heightened awareness of all of these people who are coming from countries that have terrorist ties and yet illegal immigrants are at major airports everywhere. Now, in the story that I just told you about, this was a sign that was at the airport in Miami I'm like oh my gosh and this was done by Dave Rubin Dave Rubin a famous influencer and lives in Miami but he took he was on a trip and he took a picture of this and posted it on his uh, Twitter account. And it is, and I also took the picture, and it's available of the sign, and it's on inblackandwhite.net. I've got a link to the story. This is absolutely sick, twisted, and very wrong. I mean, very wrong. I mean, are, are we looking to do 9-11... Uh, again, you've also got the te- the situation in Texas, where Governor Abbott has deployed the Texas National Guard and Texas State Law Enforcement to protect the border, uh, in spite of the Supreme Court's uh, ruling. Yeah, we got to figure this out here. Waking up, folks. Okay, just. Wake, wake, just, you gotta wake up. This is now insane. You've got signs in major airports, and there are even illegals who are staying. They're living in these airports. Trust Try Chicago, Midway, or O'Hare. Yeah, they're putting them there. I'm surprised, and, and I wouldn't be surprised, if New York had been doing it hasn't been doing it I mean they want to put them out of the city into like Westchester County and all the surrounding counties heck why not just simply say sure come on in put them uh, put up these illegal immigrants uh, they've already taken over a high school in Brooklyn why not take over new uh, Kennedy Airport or LaGuardia hmm? come on folks this is now out of hand And yes, even finally, even people like the wackadoodle black, bald, buffoon of a mayor, Eric Adams in New York, he knows it's a problem. He knows it's a huge problem. Same in Chicago with Brandon Johnson, their new mayor, Uh, Los Angeles, Karen Bass, three liberal black Democrats running three of the biggest cities in the country and they do this, mm, mm, mm. Police people. This is just ridiculous. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of ranting today, but you know, folks, this there is a method to my madness. There is, because if we don't understand where we are now, if we can't get things straightened out and frankly I have a, it's going to start with Donald Trump. And that's what the deep state, the media, the mainstream media, the Democrats are all scared to death of. It's going to be a close election. I really believe it now because one of the Democrats have got record fundraising. I mean record fundraising. They, their their plan is to outspend the Republicans, and I think there is a legitimate fear amongst the grassroots that they're going to succeed because the RNC is finishing up two days of meetings in Las Vegas right after Charlie Kirk and Turning Point Action had their summit, and Charlie and Charlie has been dealing with a lot of the RNC leadership and he's been they've gone after him full bore but the problem is if you have a leadership that's ineffectual and they're not and their fundraising is ridiculous then to the point now where they have to take the donor lists and monetize them In order to get loans and lines of credit to uh, help them dig out of their uh, financial hole and they won't uh, let themselves open to accountability transparency and frankly it just drives me crazy I mean what I can only conclude by their actions or lack of actions that the RNC hates the grassroots they hate Trump and they are okay with losing which means not just the presidency but the house and the senate because Trump's going to need a house and a senate when he gets back into uh, to Washington you just got it. you got it. he has to have that in order to get the agenda passed and so he can clean out the Deep State, the Administrative State, and all the other Swamp Creatures because now he's going to go in smarter, wiser, and he wants people in key positions to do what needs to be done to save the country. And I'm going to do what I can to help save the country too. Because if we don't get it right, all of these stories that I've talked about today We are going to be nothing more than Venezuela 2.0. We're going to be a third world dictatorship, an oligarchy run by communists, by socialists, by fascists, whatever term you want to use. Totalitarian? Hey, doesn't matter. This is a wake-up call, folks it's going to be a wake-up call and we've got constitutional crises all over the place as well as just the deterioration of all of American institutions family government the church the media the business world how, how many how many uh, I mean is it going to be complete or do we have to work hard dig in the trenches in order to get this ship turned around that's my that's simply my my purpose wake up be informed and get ready because it's going to be a fight and if you think right now as we're just starting february yeah it's if you think it's bad now hold on to your hats folks because this is going to get worse and the fun starts now or depending on what your definition of fun is but anyway my friends i'm going to call it a day today thank you so much for listening again please i would simply ask that you encourage your friends to follow us on whatever podcast platform subscribe follow get notified uh, we're also check, check out our website and you can also check us out on social media. We are on Getter. We have a rumble page for videos. We also have Instagram, Facebook, True Patriot Network, uh, True Social uh, as well where we post a lot of our stuff. So in the meantime, take care my friends. Have yourself a great rest of your day. I will catch you tomorrow for WTF Friday, and in the meantime, as always, Patriots come in all colors.